What sort of story do we have today? Biography or mystery, a fairy tale or fable? What is the genre of our book today? Fiction or non-fiction, tell me, do you think you're able to guess from the title or the cover illustration? Is this a book of poems or a book of information? Tell me, what sort of story do we have today? Look, what is the genre of our book? Welcome back to Redemptive Tales. This is Amy Embody, eager to find out if Brother Cub and Sister Cub actually get to meet Ursa Major. Shall we find out? Just at the top of their ladder was Ursa Major, shining, huge, and splendid. In fact, their ladder seemed to be leaning against his very flank. He appeared unaware of them, or their ladder, as he bellowed his chorus, rich and gravelly and impossibly deep, a song both fierce and glad. Brother and sister cub stared. They felt embarrassed and presumptuous. Had they really intended to give this brilliant heavenly being a little snack? Brother shifted uneasily on his rung. Ursa Major stopped singing. He looked down. Ah, he boomed. Is it my best bear cubs? Did you really come all the way up here? Do you, do you know us? Sister Cub whispered. I have wanted to. I have watched your family and your family's family for an age, Ursa said, smiling hugely. When you two first came stumbling and blinking out of that cave, I knew that now, after a thousand years, something new was happening. He nosed at the poles, resting against him. Is this what you've been up to all these days? A laugh like thunder rumbled out. Ha! I watched and wondered, but I never would have guessed. We built a ladder, said Brother. With our friend the beaver, Sister added honestly, to, to bring you blueberries, Sister finished. Brother held out the pail, and the ancient singing heavens filled with the fragrance of early autumn on earth. The song that collided and swooped and hummed around them subtly changed. New notes came in, new exclamations. Ursa craned his head toward the pail. I mustn't move, he explained. I'm where the maker put me, and I've learned that's where I'd best stay. They do, he inhaled, smell like glory. Maybe we can throw them to you, brother suggested. Ursa opened his mouth. Zip! The first berry went zinging past him. Plop! The second berry fell softly right onto his star tongue. 
Then the clouds shook with Ursa Major's happy hum. He loved blueberries. He couldn't get enough. Brother Cub and Sister Cub took turns flinging berries into and past and under and beyond his mouth until at last the pail was empty. Mmm, Ursa growled contentedly. You taste that, and you can tell the maker is kind. Blueberries. Well, I have twinkled longer than many a star, and that's the best thing I've ever tasted. I'm glad you like it, Sister Cub. She felt less shy. She was also beginning to feel sleepy. The climb had been so long. The songs which first thrilled her to her spine were all sounding like lullabies now. We'd better go down before our parents get worried, said Brother Cub. They did say to tell you hello if we found you. Ursa nodded. Give your parents my best greeting, he said. They do a noble job. And all those little ones scampering about, tell those little ones hello from me. And you two, I hope we see each other again. Brother and sister looked all around them one last time. And then slowly, slowly, carefully, climbed all the way, all the way, all the way down. And as they climbed, the ladder above them disintegrated bit by bit into little bits of bark and sawdust that floated down so that the ladder got shorter and shorter as they descended. The cubs did not know what to make of it, but it was clear they would not climb it again. When her paws finally reached down and felt dew-damp dirt, Sister Cub felt like crying. Do, do, do you think we'll see him again? she asked. Brother was quiet a long time. He sat back on his haunches and looked up. Ursa, he called softly, so as not to wake the slumbering forest. And Ursa Major twinkled more brightly than the swan or the lion or even the moon. I guess we will, Brother Cub said. I hope we do. He blew a stray chip of bark off his sister's muzzle and they turned for home. That night and many nights afterwards, as they were falling asleep, Brother and Sister Cub heard the star's chorus, and it rang on in their dreams. Sometimes, even when she was awake, Sister thought she heard fragments of the song in the river's ripple, and Brother leapt up and froze, alert every time the wind whipped through the evergreens. Even in their little siblings' whining, they could sometimes catch a note of that song. They were beginning to hear the music everywhere, for they were changing indeed, and that was only the first of the adventures. Well, I love that story so much. 
I hope you did too. I wonder if those bear cubs are going to have any more adventures with Ursa Major. The way the story ended made me think they just might. Well, this is Amy Embody saying goodbye until next time. Oh,